and welcome to episode number 21 of Sports Bar Talk. Episode 21, which means, well, it doesn't mean anything. I was going to try and make a fun analogy, but there was no fun analogy to make there. It's episode 21, nevertheless, and we still don't know who has won the presidency. I have NBC up on my phone in case anything breaks and they call a winner during these 15 to 20 minutes. You'll hear my reaction live as it happens. It could, you'll, it'll either be grumpy or happy reaction. I'll put it at that. But nevertheless, this is not a politics podcast. This is a podcast about sports and food. We have, we don't have a lot of, other than the NFL picks, we don't have a lot of sports to get into because, well, we kind of expected this. Once baseball gets out of the flesh uh, and we don't have basketball and hockey, we figured this would happen. So, some news. So, so it'll be kind of like when we were in the summertime, you know? But we were hyping the sports to come back in the first five or so episodes. You know, we didn't really have much to talk about. I'd talk about return the play plans, but there's no basketball right now. But we do know, tentatively, when the basketball season will return. By the way, this is Sports Bar Talk. We do indeed have the best seat in the house. And yes, we know when the NBA is returning for the 2020-2021 season. They will be playing a 72-game regular season, 10 games shorter than the uh, typical 82 games, I should say. But they will play a 72-game regular season starting December 22nd. And it allows for the schedule that can finish before the Olympics. By the way, the Olympics got pushed back to 2021. So, NBA, they needed... A lot of their top stars go to the Olympics, so they needed that. Those players need to be able to have time to train for that. So it sounds like it's so it's seventy-two games. Sounds like there will be a tournament at the end of the season for the playoffs potentially, like we saw in the bubble. Maybe the final couple playoff spots. We don't know much about that yet, but that's what I've heard from a couple reporters that cover the NBA and the business of basketball. But, so the NBA is going to be back December 22nd, and more importantly, that allows for the NBA to have games on Christmas Day, which is like their big day of the regular season is Christmas Day. That's where they thrive off the advertising and they make a lot of money, and the NBA on Christmas Day is a sacred tradition unlike any other, definitely. Uh, But we don't know the schedule yet. I don't know when the schedule will drop, but it sounds like free agency now with a start date for the season, will be started soon. Uh, we don't even have an NBA draft yet. I've heard that'll be in a couple weeks' time. A lot of these ba- uh, NBA draft prospects, they haven't played a game of basketball since Corona hit. Uh, the same could be said for the seven NBA teams that didn't get to go to the bubble. But I'm sure they're training. I know, for one, I am excited, finally, for the first time since March, to see my New York Knicks play basketball. I love the pick and pop. I love the give and go. Uh, but I am very excited to have basketball back. I'm, I'm excited not just to have basketball. 
basketball back, but all 30 teams. You know, I love watching Trey Young play. I love watching... Uh, trying to think. Buddy Heald. Um, sorry, my mind is gone blank. I can't believe I'm, mess- I'm missing on some of these basketball players. Um, yeah. And we'll also get to see Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant together for the first time on the Brooklyn Nets. That'll be very interesting to watch. I think that the Nets will probably come out of the Eastern Conference this year. Let me see. I think my mic is not plugged in all the way. Nope, it is. All right. Um... So, basketball will be coming back. Love it. Thrilled. Can't wait to watch the Knicks succeed. Not only that, but to watch the other teams play. By the way, Trey Young is reminds me a lot of Lamar Jackson. Uh, for the Because I know we have a football crowd here that's here just for the football and whatnot. Um, Alright, that's enough basketball talk for now. I'm sure we'll talk more about basketball as we... As the season ramps up and some more developments about when the draft free agency is. Yada, yada, yada. Alright, so I'm recording this on a Friday. I'm going to admit I did not want... I picked the Packers to win the Thursday night game, but I didn't watch it. In fact, I haven't been watching much sports because I've been waiting to find out who will be the next president of the U.S. So, I mean, I kept up with some of the news going on in the world in football. You know, we had the trade deadline in the NFL. Now, not really any big deals. I COVID might have had something to do with that, but nothing too dramatic. Um, but the Thursday Night Football game, I even watched the Thursday Night Football game. Surprise. Very surprising, for me at least, that I would miss an NFL football game. But it was the Green Bay Packers control easily. Of the 49ers, 34-17. I actually had the Packers winning closer, but then that was before the news of the 49, all the 49ers injuries. And um, benchings, you know. George Kittle's going to be out for the rest of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo will be out for the rest of the season as well. Um, it looks like maybe a couple weeks, but it could be the end of the Jimmy Garoppolo era in San Francisco. But with that being said, we're going to pick uh, the other three games that I like to pick. Remember, we'll pick the Thursday night game, Sunday night football game, Monday night game, and then a special game of the week in either the 1 or the 4.25 hour, or the 4 o'clock slate of games. And I like to correlate the food of the week to one of the cities that these, that of one of the teams that we're picking or playing in the game. Uh, just to review the picks last week. I did want to talk about Bucks and Giants, man. I was impressed by the New York Giants' ability to hang in with potentially the NFC champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They only lost by two points. Just amazing. Crazy when you think about it. Daniel Jones, I think he has a bright future regardless of what the pundits in New York say. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting game. I just imagine if the Giants had Saquon Barkley active, what would have happened in that game? But uh, and the Eagles defeated the Cowboys. I it was the game. I expected it to, the game to go as I expected it to. Boring, boring, boring. <laughs> uh, Greg Zerline was the key for the Cowboys. The defense really didn't do too well. So the Cowboys, we're not gonna pick the Cowboys Steelers game this week. That'll be an interesting game. 
uh, probably be a Steelers. All signs point to a Steelers blowout there. But that reminds me real quick before we go into this week's pick for the Steelers-Cowboys game. And pay attention, New York correspondent. I checked uh, CBS2 New York because to see what games they are airing on Sunday. And for those in the New York area, you will be able to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers play football. Yes, the Jets are not playing in the same window as the Steelers, so you can watch it. Besides, who wants to watch the Jets anyway this year? They suck, and we're picking them this week. I wish we didn't have to pick them this week, but we're going to have to. Because they're the Monday night game. I don't like that. Um, but, so New York correspondent, you don't have to listen to the game on Steelers Nation Radio. You can actually watch it. Moving pictures of the game in Jerry World at Cowboy Stadium. Alright. Apologies if you live in Arizona and most of Florida. You're getting Miami and Arizona. Which is a good game in and of itself. But you won't get to see the undefeated Steelers play. Alright, here we go. Pick segment time. We're going to start with the Monday night game. I me- I just mentioned we have to pick the Jets, and I don't want to pick the Jets, but can we say the same about the New England Patriots? Can we? Very, very weird situation in New England. It just seems like after Cam Newton had his positive coronavirus test, he hasn't really played well. And I wonder what's going on with the Patriots. I think they really miss Tom Brady. Really do. Cam Newton has not really picked up. Cam Newton really is the offense. And when he plays well, the Patriots will do well. When he plays poor, it'll probably be a long night for the Patriots. Because their defense isn't saving them right now. Yes, that still is a very the very scary Patriots defense that didn't allow much points at the beginning of last year. Where will the correlation be? Can the debt? The defense has to step up. The offense is not going to do it. Everything. The wise, Cam Newton's basically a part of a practice squad right now on offense because they, I guarantee you, you probably remember these some of these guys last season, but you've probably never heard of these. The casual NFL fan will probably have never heard of these people that Cam Newton has to throw to. So he has to use his legs. Damari Bird, or Demir Bird. I'm sure people have heard of Nikhil Harry because when he played last year, Brady liked throwing to him. So Nikhil, Demir Bird, Nikhil Harry. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Ryan Izzo. And Matt Lacoste. I think they still have Matt Lacoste. But then at running back, you have Damian Harris. And then you've probably heard of Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead because they were on that last Super Bowl winning team two years ago. But when people look at the Patriots this year, I think they think, oh no, it they need Brady. They needed Brady. A lot of people were skeptical. They thought, oh, Belichick, at the beginning of the season, they thought, oh, Belichick, yeah, he can do this without Tom Brady. Turns out he needs Brady. That's what Belichick, that's probably what the Pats need. And I wonder if they're thinking about maybe they could trade back for Garoppolo or even potentially maybe they're going to think about tanking. I don't think the Patriots wouldn't tank. They're still in the hunt of things. Would the Bills keep losing games? I mean, although 
the Bills beat the Pats last week. It gets very interesting. It gets very, very interesting. Be interesting to see what happens. But uh, it's going to be a sloppy game. It's going to be very much like the Cowboys-Eagles game. I actually think... No. I'm not going to take the Jets on this one. I'm going to take the Pats. 14-7. to That's what we'll give it. Uh, Could be 17-7, but it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be ugly. It probably will be more... In my opinion, it might be get more ugly than last week's Cowboys-Eagles game. And that was just a slobber knocker. Or not a slobber knocker, a snooze fest. Alright. Uh, let's get to our 1-4 and four o'clock bar block. And I didn't want to... Here's a game I actually am really intrigued on. The Seattle Seahawks travel to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. And let's face it, guys. I think Russell Wilson is the NFL MVP. You look at what he's been able to do this season. You know, make something out of nothing type plays, which he has been doing for years now. Uh, you got Russell Wilson. He Every other game, he's throwing, he's getting, he's throwing at the Tyler Lockett. DK Metcalf, very good options. And even when they don't have Chris Carson available at running back, they're still doing well. And then their defense needs to work some stuff out. I was very encouraged with the defense in the first half against San Francisco, but then again it was the Niners. They didn't look all that good on offense. Either they're slowly becoming the Patriots right now, it looks like, with all their injuries going down. Uh... But I love watching Seattle play. I always make it appointment viewing the watch and play. I mean, Russ is so fun to watch. Tyler Lockett's fun to watch. And then DK Metcalf is a crazy human being. I don't think I could ever grow muscles like him if I tried. Uh, just crazy what he does. And when he takes off his shirt, he went viral for this in college. When he took off his shirt, man, he looked like Dwayne The Rock Johnson with the muscles. Hoo-wee! Oh, my. But this is a very interesting game. I think Seattle will win this game 31-21. to uh, Be a very interesting game to watch. And also, Josh Allen on the other... I should mention... I, I, I'd be neglected to say if I didn't mention the Bills offense. With Josh Allen, who looks very good. He's had a couple rough weeks, but I think he can bounce back this week. Josh Allen, you have the two running back monsters of uh, Devin Singletary and Randy Moss's son. I believe it's his son. Zach Moss. And then Allen can throw it to Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. He's got two tight ends he can throw to. I think one of them's on the COVID list right now. Dawson Knox and Tyler Croft. Very, very interesting to see what they can, the Bills can do, but Seattle 31-20. Alright, game of the week time, and it's also the Sunday night game of the week. What a doozy we got in Tampa Bay at Raymond James Stadium. The New Orleans Saints, led by Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. They might get Michael Thomas back this week, by the way. I haven't looked to see how he's been practicing this week because I've been following... This crazy election. But they take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Mike Evans. Chris Godwin. Rob Gronkowski, who I may add is peaking back in the form. 
and the newly acquired Antonio Brown. It's good. It'll be very good to see Antonio Brown back on a football field this Sunday night. Be quite interesting to see what he does on the field. I don't know what he's going to be able to do on the field this week. We'll see. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think he'll have a good game. I think he'll be fine. But Brady, man, this guy gets really spoiled at the people he has to throw the football to. Chris, he so before he he already had a good weaponry to throw to going in, and Godwin, Evans, Gronk, OJ Howard, OJ Howard, you lose for the season with a torn ACL. Scotty Miller winds up being the unsung hero of this team. You can make the case he was the Chris Hogan. Of 2017, or potentially he's in the Julian Edelman role. But now you had Antonio Brown. I mean, this seals it. This definitely, other than the Seahawks, makes the Buccaneers easily favorites to come out of the NFC and advance to the Super Bowl. Unbelievable how things switch like that. I really don't know how this game's going to go. Michael Thomas, we will see what happens with him. I'm looking for an injury report. I'm not seeing anything right now. Let's see what happened on yesterday's practice. Michael Thomas and Drew Brees were both limited. Okay. I don't know what the news is with Brees. Brees will definitely play. It's a shoulder injury. Uh, Brees will, there's no way Brees is not suiting up for this game against Brady. And then you have Michael Thomas. We'll see. I hear the reason that they've been not letting him play since week one is because he's been off the field having issues. Not injury-related. His injury that people are saying is completely healed. He's having a discipline issue. Some so There were some reports he actually might want traded. I don't think that's the case. I think my gut is he's going to play this weekend. We'll see what happens. Uh... We shall see. I think the Buccaneers will win this game. I think it'll be 28-24. to 24. And that brings us to the food of the week. And I was thinking, thinking, thinking while I was watching the election returns come in. And I was watching uh, the leads change in certain states. And I thought to myself... Why don't, we're picking the New Orleans Saints game this week. Why don't we do beignets? Listen, I've only had beignets about a three or five times. I've never had, I've never been to New Orleans and I've never actually had them in New Orleans. But my dad got to go to a conference in the New Orleans area. And he brought home some frozen beignets that we made ourselves. It was, it was beignet dough. And he made it, he fried it up in the pan. Holy moly. I prayed to God after I ate that. I felt like I had been kissed by the angels or something like that. So amazing. So, beignets are basically fried dough, if I'm correct. Uh, let me look that up because I want to be factual here. I don't want... um Someone to come on from New Orleans and write a review and say, Oh, no, 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 it's not. It is basically an Ingr English fritter, according to Wikipedia. 
from made from deep fried co pastry. Beignets may be also made from other types of dough, including yeast. So it's very similar to a donut, and you fry it, you deep fry the dough, and then you sprinkle powdered sugar on top. It's amazing. It is just beautiful. I've never been, like I said, there's not many places that have beignets, so I can't give you any restaurants to go get it, but I'm sure if you go online and search for beignet dough mix, order some, make it yourself, trust me, it'll just be like you were kissed by the angels when you when you've taken a bite of it. Just crazy, 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 crazy how good a beignet is. I think it's better than a donut, and it's probably better than uh, when you go to the Chinese restaurants, they have the Chinese donuts. It's probably better than that. Think of a beignet as a Chinese donut almost. Let's see, is Joe Biden speaking right now? I think this is a rerun. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to end the podcast right now. Stay safe. Wear a mask. If you're going out to protest, protest safely. Uh, and with that, this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house. Yeah.